for once in a lifetime. You need to never stop improving. The constant focus on individual growth. How will you be financially free? Welcome to the Empower Podcast. Welcome to our weekly success call. The purpose of these meetings are to help you guys understand what the people, what the guys in the company are doing the best, kind of some of our more elite reps that are really crushing it right now, what they're doing, so you guys can kind of try and learn from them and incorporate their schedules, their habits, their behaviors, their, their one-liners, right? Their slogans, their, everything that makes them them. So this week I have Cody on here with me. Everyone say hi to Cody. And Cody's job is to kind of help make sure that we are staying on track, do the audio, we're going to record these, make sure that everything's working out that way, as well as give his insight. Because at this point, Cody's interviewed about, you've interviewed almost every heavy hitter in the company. Pretty much, yeah. And you've kind of heard what they say and what they do, and you know some good questions to ask, and he's really good at that type of stuff. So we're super lucky to have Cody on here. And this week for our success call, we're interviewing Carson Law. Carson Law, where are you at, dude? Go cars. What's up, guys? Can you hear me? Dude, we can hear you. What are, what are the chances we get to see you? <laughs> Let me see. Hey. It's hey, it's working good. Look at this guy. Guys, let me give you a little history about Carson. When Carson, when I first met Carson, what were you about to start doing? The, the forbidden man, pest control. The forbidden pest control. <clears throat> I remember. What's up? No, I don't. You know, I remember when I first met Carson, he said, dude, I just don't think I can sell solar because there's more money in pest control. I just think it's going to be easier to recruit to pest control, easier to sell it, get that seller's high. My guys are telling me all these things about solar. I just don't know. And Carson, we went back and forth for a few months, right, trying to get you here. Yeah, dude, I, I promise you I did my homework during those months, like hours and hours and hours to find out if it was legit. Dude, you did. You were pegging us with questions every day, left and right. We were meeting with you and Grayson multiple times, trying to get some more logic in there with Grayson to help out. Like We did our best to try and get you here, and finally we did. Yes, sir. And we're grateful to have you. So if you would, just give us a little background, Carson, on where you're from, how old you are, etc. So I'm 24. I'm from Midway, Utah. Um, I've, I've done door-to-door since I got off my mission in 2017. I did a year in Texas. I was just uh, setting appointments for like a roofing company. I did one year of pest control with Vantage. Um, and then last year, I, I came over to the good side with CRE. And then this is my second year here. Dude, and it's been a wild ride right, ever since. Great. So it's been a solar coaster, man. It's been a solar coaster. The solar coaster is real when it comes to Carson Law. So guys, I want you guys to know this. Carson's straight up crushing it right now. I mean, Cody, you make the weekly highlight videos. Mm -hmm. Whose name are you always throwing in there? Carson Law, baby. (laughs) It's always Carson Law, dude. This year already, he's been there for four weeks, right? You finished four weeks? I'm coming up, yeah, almost. And so far, week one, you closed three deals down, getting the team all there, getting them all ready. Week two, you closed 10 deals. Week three, you close five. And week four, last week, you close 16 deals. Making you the all-time goat of the company, dude. Hey, not for long, though. I think it's going to be me. I'll be honest. Dude, the hype this year is definitely different, right? Oh, yeah. It's definitely, definitely real. 
And so I'm wondering to throw up those kind of numbers, guys, Carson's throwing up huge numbers, but he's also running a team, right? You're training a bunch of new setters, a bunch of new guys. Yep. So, I mean, you're kind of a hybrid right now, a versatile guy where you're trying to throw down huge deals and lead from the front, but you're also trying to train guys. Get guys self-chaining, get guys closing, help people learn how to set better. You're married on top of that, trying to keep a happy marriage, right? Like, you've got a lot of things you're juggling right now. Yeah. And so I'm really excited to ask you some questions and kind of dig into it so we can all learn from you and try and be better, be all around better. And so the first question I would have for you today is, dude, what is your why? Like, why are you doing this? Why are you juggling all these different tasks and different jobs? Why are you here working 12 to 15 hours a day sometimes probably, right? Like, what is it? Why are you here, dude? Um, honestly, for my family, like it's it's all about me and my wife right now. I'm just trying to create uh, a future for us, and that's I mean that's why I wake up, you know, every morning and go out with a good attitude. Um, it's just because I I obsess over my future, and I I want to create it, and I feel like I've found the opportunity to create like what I want exactly. So I'm just trying to go all chips in and um, make the most of it. So you feel like this is one of those like once in a lifetime opportunities where you can really create the way for your future, future kids, future family, stuff like that. 100%. And it's, you almost have to experience it and you almost have to like, you know, see the, you almost have to see those paychecks rolling in. I know that that's, I don't know, it may not be the greatest answer, but to find out that it's real and then and it's, we'll see it's absurd, man. Questions. Okay. Dang, that is so cool. And guys know that your path hasn't always been super easy, right, Carson? I mean, right. Right now, everyone looks at you as the GOAT and the greatest of all time and closing 16 deals. But if we really think about it, your first couple weeks of solar weren't super easy, right? Dude, I got my butt kicked. I don't think, I for sure had zero set closes my first three weeks. Um, and I didn't self-gen a deal, <laughs> I think, until that fourth week. And Man, I was getting my butt kicked. And you were working hard, just things just weren't falling, right? Dude, so the question is, what do you wish you knew before you started closing? Like, if you could go back and tell a new closer something, what would you tell them? Um, I would just say, like, like be yourself. And when I, when, I, when I say that, I mean, like, confidence is everything. When I go into someone's house, I'm not, like, overbearing with confidence. I'm not overzealous. I'm not anything extra. I'm just myself. I am just try to be calm, cool, and collected. And I think people can, can read right into that, and that almost like makes the whole thing just be smoother, easier. Um, and I think like if we're a little bit too salesy or too pitchy or you know, making a really big deal about this thing, people can kind of get like, ugh, like I don't know if I wanna, you know? Totally. How did you develop that confidence, Cars? Um, experience, man, straight up experience. So it, it took me a while to really figure out why I was in someone's house and you know how, what to say. Uh, to calm the nerves, to break the ice, whatever it is. Um, and that was just trial by fire, straight up. So just time and experience, you would say, to develop that confidence? Yeah, I think it can be learned. Like, I think you can you can definitely take a chunk out of the uh, the learning curve. Um, but I think it comes down to just, just jumping right in and, you know, seeing what works best for you. How do you take that chunk out? Um, know the material, man. Mm -hmm. If you go in there, like... I, I truly believe this is probably isn't even the case, but I truly believe like any question somebody would ask me, I would know the answer. And it's just the way that I, I, I teach them and educate them on the process that 
I really feel like people don't have any any doubts. You know, I, I try to be the expert in the home on what I do. Um, and I think people can read into that and see that. Dude, I think too what's changed this year is kind of a cool, embarrassing, funny, also inspiring story about Carson is last year you would tell me week after week, man, I just want to be on those. I want to be the man. I want to be the one that is getting interviewed for the weekly closer <laughs> call, right? Bro, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna play it cool. I wanted to be on this so bad <laughs> last year. That was. I wrote all my goals on my mirror last year. So every morning when I would go to shower, I would see it every single day what I wanted. And dude, that was that was a that was a punch to the gut not being able to to make it on the, the closer call. Dude, and now week one, you're already here. Our first closer call of the year, and you are that guy. It's insane, man. It's insane, honestly. Well, what are you doing this year? What's your schedule like right now, and what's like your day-to-day -day life looking like? So I wake up every day um, at the same exact time, and then, like, I'll be honest with you guys, I, I train with my guys um, basically every single day. Like, I, I am working, like, like a 12-hour work day is, would be, like, a, a, an easy day. It would be a, a slower day. So when I say, like, 14, 15, 16 hours, I am working, working, that, that is the truth. So, so it, doesn't just, it, it doesn't just come, right? You don't just wake up one day and close 16 deals in a week. No, no, there's, there's so much in this job that, that we control that, that I didn't really think of last year that that is in our control to make things happen. I think one thing we need to realize too is you're on your second year with us. You will by far double your income from last year, right? I have closed more deals in four weeks than I think I did in five months of work last year. Wow. So <laughs> what what an investment, right? I mean, last year was an investment growing year for you and you're reaping the rewards this year. Yes, sir. So I mean, it's going to fall for everybody now. So in the morning, night, like what's your routine every day? Um, my mornings like aren't too crazy. Um, I have a good drive over to my guy's house every day. They live like 20 minutes away. Um, I listen to the electric people a lot. Um, just, just things to get my mind ready. Like I'll listen to like a YouTube video of different speakers, and then my evenings are, are just filled with trainings with one on ones. Trying, um, just trying to push my guys to, to another level. So you're pretty much you're regular. You're always learning. It sounds like you're always trying to listen to something uplifting, get your day going at the right time. You use your nights to train other people, train the guys. Yeah. And then and, you're out working all day. Yeah, and I think it goes to saying like the more. The more you're trying to train people, like the more you yourself learn. Um, and so I, I've really found that this year. It's like, you know, when I'm teaching these guys, I try to teach them in like a simple way, and it's just teaching myself more as I go. Nice. So at this point, obviously you're going to be bogged down. You're about a month and you've worked so hard. What keeps you going? Like what's in your cookie jar, right? Have you read the book, Can't Hurt Me? Right, we were as a team last year. So what what is in your cookie jar? Like, what do you think about when you're like, dude, I'm just so tired of this? Because I'm assuming you're not taking two-hour lunches. I'm assuming you're not spending half the day on Instagram. I'm assuming you're not doing those mental, easy things that everybody else does, right? Right. Like, what like what uh, keeps you going every day? Honestly, yeah, at this point, it's like I just tried to push myself to a limit where it feels like normal, like... That, that these are my days, this is my purpose, this is what I do every day. Um, and I'm just bought in. Like, I don't, 
you know, I, I feel like last year mentally I could have been stronger. And by the end of the year, I was like, man, life's going to be sick back in Utah. But this year I moved out here, planted my feet, and I truly believe like I'm in the best place for me. So it's been a lot easier mentally when I when I told myself that, like, hey, this is what I do. This is why I do it. And I'm going to try to be the best at it. You're not trying to go back and forth. You're not staying here just for a time. Like, you're just going. Like, you're just going all in, two feet yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah, I actually got some really good advice from Kaiden uh, last year, and I just asked him, dude, how do you do this job like 12 months out of the year? And he was like, dude, you just got to, I mean, you got to train yourself mentally that this is your home. This is what you do. You know, Utah was, was sick growing up there, um, and all my family's there. I think I'll end up there for sure. But I've just been telling myself this year, like, hey, like this is where I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm doing. And I think like once I bought in mentally like that, it's been a game changer. Sounds like you're all in, Cars. 100%. All awesome, in. dude. This year, what would you say your strengths are? The things that you're the pro at? Um, my uh, confidence, my knowledge um, of the game. I just feel like I can I, – I've, I've done my, my homework, and I can go into someone's house and teach them a concept that might maybe, like, I don't know. I just teach it in a simple way. Mm. and. It's it's a no brainer by the end of the end of the conversation. So you'd say your confidence and your knowledge. Yeah, for sure. If you were to put a certain amount of hours on how much time you spent researching solar and researching your job, how many hours do you think that would be? Oof, that's that's Hundreds, tough. Thousands. I don't I don't even know. Honestly, I wish I could give you a better answer, but I mean, we've got a couple group chats where if anything changes, you guys let us know, like any updates in the industry or, or what it is. And I think that we're basically the, the front runners of that. We know what's going on and, you know. For sure, dude. What would you say your weaknesses are? What are you trying to work on right now? What are you, what are you looking to improve on in your game? Um, honestly, my, my close ratio. Like, like I, if, if I have the opportunity I seriously want to make it. Like I, I want to be even better than than what I've been doing. I've been super blessed so far. But dude, I don't uh, know if you can do any better than you've been doing. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Last <laughs> week you were 16 for 12. You're that 4.5 GPA student that we all don't like, dude. Like, can you do any better? So for sure, dude. I have a whole list of people that I've pitched, and they're still like kind of on the fence. Um, and like looking back, I, there's things I could have done better. So I'm still trying to close those deals down, but like the whole goal is is to present it in a way where, where somebody wants to do it, you know, right then and there. And so for sure, I'm still working on it. This is a little bit of a tangent, an unplanned question, but are you are you really focusing on following up with people this year? And how do you do your follow ups? And if somebody doesn't close the first appointment, what's your process there? Are you going back? Are you not? Are you scheduling on the spot? I think people would like to hear that as other closers. Yeah, so, shoot, who was it last year? Somebody said that they try to not let three days go by without that follow-up. So I don't I don't tell the customer that, but I put it in my calendar. And I'll just tell them, hey, I'll be back in your area. You know, I'm here every day, if not every other day. I'll just swing back in a couple of days and just see where you guys are at, if you guys have any more questions. Um, so I don't give them, like, hey, this Friday I'll be here if you guys are doing it or if you're not. I just try to stay away from any ultimatum that I can give them. And then it's been really, really cool this year. Like my follow-ups have been super efficient, super efficient. So you just tell them, Hey, I'm going to be back in the area. I will be coming back through. I'll be swinging by. And that's kind of all you say. 
I try to get a read on, on the person and make sure like some people get really turned off if you stop by without a phone call. And so, I mean, I think one thing that's been a game changer for me this year are my questions that I ask. And so, I mean, I'll ask them right there. Hey, would you like prefer me to call first or am I okay just to show up, you know, just to, just to cover all my bases there. So if you don't, if someone doesn't close on the first appointment and you're trying, right, you're doing your best without pushing them too far, you're trying to do your best and they say, oh, I just need some time to think about it. You're like, all right, no worries. I'm actually helping about a, helping out a bunch of your neighbors in the next couple of days. I'll be swinging back through maybe tomorrow night or the next night. I'll give you a call. Or is, is it okay if I show up? That's kind of what you're saying. Yep, for sure. And I try to not let too, uh, too much time go by. Like honestly, three or four days is, is the limit. Um, and there, there is zero, zero push in my, uh, in my pitch, like in my deck to close them on the first, the first time. Is that different from last year, Cars? 100%. 100%. I have my, my goals are, are 10 times bigger this year than they were last year. I just I don't feel the pressure this year. And I feel like people can read that in what I say and what I do. And um, like when, I, when I'm in on the appointment, it's not like, like, hey, let's get this thing going right now. Like I just explain it. And then like, I'm not joking you on a ton of my appointments this year. They're just like, all right, so what's the next step? And then what's... <laughs> You know, they just kind of ask you the magic right? words, dude. And I think that's what a lot of closers don't realize is they think you need to have some hot sauce, secret line, whatever, smooth talking, Johnny Bravo style, right? And really you don't. If you just present the information calmly and confidently the whole entire time, when it comes to the end of the close and you and they'll they'll kind of ask you what the next steps are. For sure. For sure. If if, if they're kind of on the bubble, um, what I've been saying is like like, hey, this is, I mean, this is not a one-day thing. I live here. We can do this whenever you guys want. If you do want to do it, like, tonight, we couldn't get you set up tomorrow. It's, like, a four- to six-week process. Um, but you guys think, like, this would be the best thing for your family. Like, that's that's maybe, like, what, like a closing line that I would use. Um, just to, like, just ask them, like, what are you, where, are you, where are you at? Do you think this is good for you guys? Is this thing still recording? You're going to die. That's good. Awesome, man. Well, I think that you're super, super impressive to the whole company right now. I think everyone's kind of looking up to you as one of the front runners and one of the guys to watch this year. Who are you looking up to? Who are some of your idols, and why are they your idols? Dude, man, um, for sure, dude. My, my best friend is my business partner, Kate Cloward. Um, freaking hate that guy, but I love him. <laughs> you know, he's my brother. But dude, we hate him too, dude. It's fine. <laughs> One way or another, man, he always, like, would just one-up me. Like, not on purpose, dude. Like, last year, he just, he slung massive deals, massive deals. And so, at the end of the year, he ended up, like, making a little bit more than I did. And just, I don't know, probably had one more install, honestly. And so, <laughs> it's just, like, this rivalry. We've been best friends since we were, like, eight. And so, I just keep telling myself, like, if I beat Cade, like, it's a, it's a solid year, man. So that's healthy competition. So would you suggest that every closer picks a target and tries to beat that guy? <laughs> For sure, dude. I hope I have a massive target on my back. Like, it's what's crazy is, like, I think I think the week that, that I just had um, is is going to raise the tide and raise, like, the expectation. Like, like, I'll be honest, before last week, I did not think that that was possible. Like, I look at Brandon and I'm like, that guy's a god. He's got all the records in the company and it's not going to be and I think the most closes in the week just got beat. Um, there's AJ Affleck in Florida. He just I think he tied Brandon's record for for the day. He closed five in a day. 
uh, in our group chat today, someone just sold like the biggest deal in company history, and it's just like it's left and right. We're just we're breaking records, man. Dude, the environment, the the atmosphere is so so different and so hype right now in the company. It's a big old wave, dude. Like you're totally right. You guys are in the right place at the right time. I remember selling with Brandon when he broke those records and. I was the only guy there clapping for him, you know. It was like it wasn't like, it wasn't this huge army all cheering you on. So know that we support all you guys, we love all you guys, and we want you to break those records. We want to push you guys, and Carson wants you to break these records. I, I think he'll be the first one to tell you that he hopes that somebody else can outsell him, so he can outsell them again, right? So you can kind of beat him here and there. So I'm sure you have a lot of different idols you've looked up to, but now you're kind of one of those guys. So we appreciate that, dude. Cool. Thank you. Um, what do you think now, like, what do you wish that you would have started doing early on as a closer or setter or whatever you want to say as far as the company goes? And what's one myth that you feel like you want to debunk about closing that everybody thought or thinks when it comes to solar cells and closing? Um, I'll start with the myth right now is there is for sure, like, if you guys were, were with me in my appointments, there is not, like, a one-liner. And there is not, like, a... No, like what is your deck like or anything like that like there is no one way to do this um and i think it just comes with each person you'll be different but like the best version of yourself in the clothes if that makes sense like you got to become that person um if you're a lot more logical of a person take that route you know if you're a lot more um i don't know emotional of a person just you know try to build that rapport and trust at the beginning and that would be your strong suit you know um the other half of that to answer your first question is I have gone away like completely from the deck and I hope that that doesn't like, you know, persuade people to, to not use their deck. I still use my deck. Um, I'll go in there prepared, but I do not open, I don't open my computer during the whole time. I, I explain the process um, and I, I take them down a road that I want them to go and I want them to ask me basically certain questions. And when they ask me those questions, then I open up my computer um, to the deck and I answer their question with a slide on the deck. And the only reason I did that is because up, I was up north uh, last year on PG&E, on the, that's the power company. And this year I'm on Edison, so I had to switch decks when I came down here. Um, and for, for some reason, I kept breaking my decks. Like, like the numbers would be like astronomically wrong for whatever reason how I was inputting him I just kept messing up and I had so many appointments I'm like dude you know screw this noise like I'm not using the deck the deck isn't working for me um and I, I that was my first week when I stopped using it I closed 10 and I was like well dang like <laughs> it, it, it can just be it can just be a conversation and looking back now I think going away from like a lot less formal of a presentation it's it's not that big of a deal for people. Like I'm I'm not having, I'm not having people. A lot of them say like, hey, we we need a couple of days to think about this. It's a lot less formal. It's just more of a conversation. It's like, hey, this is what we do, and this is how we can help you out, and these are the next steps. And for a lot of people, I feel like that's not threatening at all. You know what I would take from that if I was a closer is this. I mean, obviously, you know as well as I do, the deck is very proven and helps sell tons of deals company wide. But at the same time, everyone doesn't sell the same way. Everybody needs a different tweak, like a little bit of a tweak on their pitch or a little bit different deck or a little bit different format or whatever you want to say, right? So you kind of made it your own. So you still use it, but you try and be more yourself and a little bit less the deck and more yourself. 
and more just like the, using the information you already know. You don't really need the deck as much anymore to direct it the same way. For sure, and don't get me wrong, I I literally present the deck in a conversation, verbally, word for word through the slides. Yeah. Like when when Jake says like the the deck is proven, like how the order that we go in, um, word for word, I follow the deck. I just am not like flipping my computer around and like clicking, clicking, clicking. You know, it's just much more of a of a conversation. Totally, and I think when I was closing. I would always have it up and out there, but I would just talk to them as much as I wanted to and kind of spend whatever time I wanted to on every slide. And sometimes I would keep on talking before I even remembered to switch the slide, right? I would just keep on talking, keep on talking, the slide would still be up. And I'd be like, oh yeah, wait, now I'm at this point, let me skip three slides real fast. Let me go back a slide, right? And kind of have it in and out and up and down. So I, I did use it, but I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about in the fact that you don't always need to be staring straight at the screen straight at the person and pushing a button, talking, pushing a button, talking, right? It can be a lot more fluid than that. Yeah, and I just think that, like, that's where your knowledge should be. Like, what I was talking to Cody about is you should be that familiar with your deck that you don't have to, you know, click through it to know what to say next, you know? Totally. Yeah, especially if you're, I mean, you've been doing sales for a while. You spent a year doing roofing. You spent a year doing pest control. Now you spent a year previously this doing solar. I mean, you're on your year four of your sales experience, and now you're just kind of being yourself and letting the information do its job, right? For sure. Mm -hmm. That's really, really cool, man. Cool, brother. I think we're just going to open up for questions, right? Yeah, I, I think that a lot of reps want to talk to you. I have a few closing questions to ask you at the end of this meeting, but I think a lot of reps probably just want to say, hey, what are you doing in this situation? What are you doing in this situation? How does this cool. work, et cetera? So are you okay cool. if we open up to questions? For sure. Okay, guys. Any questions, unmute your mic and please say what your name is and what area you're in and ask Carson a question if you have one. Hey, Carson. Uh, this is Abram, Thomas Abram. Um, question I had for you was, what are the numbers? Like, we see your success. We see 16 closes. Uh, how many people are saying no, or are you filtering through, or maybe you are just showing up and closing, um, but when you get that rejection that's going to happen in sales, um, how do you filter through that, how much do you expect to get, and do you just keep working and know it's a numbers game like Brandon does, or what's your uh, mindset on that side of things? For sure, for sure, a numbers game, and um, I'm, I'm super numb to like people no showing me or rescheduling like that's all part of it when that happens like I'm I'm even the entire time mentally it doesn't change at all um, as far as no's go um, I, I have a folder and this is kind of just for myself like how I organize everything like all my decks that are built I organize it in people that I haven't pitched people that I have people that I've closed and then on my last one it's it's can't sell stupid and so <laughs> I, I think that's that's probably just for me because maybe I didn't do a very good job but I think I've only had like four or five uh, all year that are that are in that like can't sell stupid folder um, that that have happened this year so okay thank you you know, that's, that's funny that you said you try and be more even kill because, guys, give you guys a little bit more history. I mean, I've been working for, with Carson for a long time now. And, Carson, I would say that you're, you're an Italian, more hot-blooded person, right? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's countless funny stories about you doing things. And 
I've seen you and Cade yell at each other in the office about a game of ping pong. <laughs> I, I, you know, I've seen it all. And last year, guys, I actually went out with Caden Carson and I helped your team for six weeks straight. And yep. I was closing deals and I was trying to throw down those numbers like you guys. And I remember those weeks I would close nine and 10 and I think I closed nine deals in a row, like three or four weeks in a row with you guys. And you would ask me like, Jake, are you, are you even excited? Like, are you even stoked? And I would be excited, right? And I'd be happy, but it's just that even kill that you have to stay. And so for you, like closing 16 is amazing, but you're ready for this week already. I mean, you're already, you forgot about that. You're moving on to the next week and you're already at three this week, right? Yeah, for sure. Like, even though last week happened, like I'm at three right now and like the pressure's on. Like I need to step it up. I need to start throwing in deals. Like, like, I'm dude, right? After closing 16, you better throw down a five spot at least, right? I know, dude. I, I know. I, I should have a strong weekend. Dude. Hey, based on last weekend, I don't doubt it at all. I don't doubt it. What other questions do we have for Carson? I have a question for you. This is Rob Meyer. Congratulations. You're doing awesome. Very, very inspiring. What do you do? I mean, what's your, what's the cancellation ratio for you right now? I mean, you've closed all these deals. How do you deal with cancellations? I know last year when I was doing that, it was devastating to me. I didn't think that happened, especially after hearing Brandon Anders you know, he only had two cancels and 100 deals. I'm like, how in the heck does that happen? What is your cancellation ratio and how do you handle that? Dude, so Rob is one of the legends um, of this of this company. There's like few people I respect more than Rob. So I just want to start off with saying that for you, Rob. But um, it's it's been an insane year so far, like much better than what I did last year. But I think I have like 36 or 37 deals closed this year. Um, and I have I've had two people cancel. Um, wow. one person that canceled, I, I sold him on, we did a pace deal. Um, and he's becoming a realtor. And so when he asked like one of his friends who's a realtor, he said like, you know, it's, it's tough to sell a home that has a standing, a, a lien on it, I guess from solar. So he canceled and then he, he wants his credit score to get up and he, he wants to just do a loan. So I think I have one true cancel right now. Um, and so it's, it's. I think like that for sure has been like my proudest moment to be able to to say that it's it's been a crazy crazy year so far. Wow! So you're at like a two or three percent cancellation rate right now. Yeah, and to be honest, that is just how I sell. There's not one person that I've signed up this year that like was not comfortable signing up at that moment. Like there, there. When I say like, there's absolutely no push to sign up that first day. There, there is no push. People are doing it on their own you know, schedule on their own decision-making, and I think that that's what I owe that to. But you have made it so obvious they have to kind of thing, right? For sure. For sure, that's how I do my deck. It's like it, it is absolutely a no-brainer. Um, every single day someone asks me, like, hey, it's usually if this is too good to be true, it is. Like, like what is the catch? And so when I when people are saying that to me, I just kind of laugh, and then I know I'm doing my job the right way. Wait, Carson, do you do, you do much follow-up after you close them up, like on the – site survey do you go show up at the site survey and bring cookies or go say hi how often do you go to site surveys do you have time for that um I, I don't really have time for it if any of my deals i think are kind of like a little bit more on the shaky side um dave volbeta taught me this or he said in the group chat the other day um i learned a ton from that guy this year already but um if any of my deals are kind of like I think could go either way, even though they signed up, I'll, I'll do everything I can to make it to that site survey. Um, and Dave said he's seen like a ton, a ton of his success come from that. So what do you do to make sure they get to that site survey? Um, I, I 
simple um, and clear and set all expectations. And I'll tell them, I'll be like, this is about a four to six uh, week process. We've been doing it in about three, um, but I want to set the expectation there. So if we beat it, you know, thumbs up, we're, we're, we're chilling. So they, and I, and I tell them, if you don't hear anything from me, that's a good thing. There's been no bumps in the road. So I, I just try to cover, cover all my bases that way. Um, and then I, I do try to do a, a phone call about every two weeks or a text. It's just like, hey, guys, everything's looking good on our end. Um, your permit is just waiting to be approved, and then they'll reach out for install. So I, every two weeks, I'm trying to at least be in contact over, over the phone or over the text, over a text with my customers. Awesome. And right now, just as kind of an announcement real quick, we are trying to hire a lot more assistants and helpers within every region to kind of help you guys with this process to make sure deals are getting getting uh, sold and everything was correct in the process and they're getting installed stuff like that so that's a huge huge tip is to text them once or twice throughout the process to make sure they have they're comfortable asking you questions right or if they do have questions you can get them resolved before they just cancel guys one thing that we can know is once a customer says no once or cancels it's hard to get them back but if you can just keep them on the edge or keep them happy, then they won't ever get to that no point, right? And they won't ever make up their mind and just call it off. If you can just keep that clear channel with them and transparency, right? So what other questions do we have for Carson? Hey, I got a question. <clears throat> hey guys, my name is Jared. Uh, I had the pleasure of being with Carson last year in Stockton and man, congratulations. It's, it's great to see you doing so well right now. Thanks, but, bro. Uh, I've just been I've just been wondering how, um, you know, NEM is a little bit different than LoanPal, and I feel like when I'm getting, you know, I'm, I finish it, and they're all really excited about going solar, and then I start asking, you know, NEM is just a little more intrusive, it asks a lot more questions, and I really just see the stress in, uh, you know, the people that I help space, and I, you know, that's, I feel like it almost strains me a little bit at that point, so what have you been doing to kind of, you know, make that process easier for everybody? Are you talking about when, when you go through the debt? Uh, no, the loan docs with NEM? Yeah, asking for their mother's maiden name and their full social and, and like, you know, things about, like, their debt-to-income ratio. Um, <clears throat> everything I word, I, I just try to be as smart um, about it as I can and just make it non-threatening at all. Um, like, the mother's maiden name and their social, you have to put it in twice. I just explain, hey, if you guys ever want to call in, basically have a question about this or see oh, where you're at. Man. They're not just going to let anybody like call in under your name. So they, they'll ask you questions that only you will know. And so, you know, what is your mother's maiden name? And then you put in the social right there. Um, at the very beginning, um, I do say, hey, just because like this is a, a subsidized program, they're not just letting anybody do this. They make sure you guys at least have a line of credit and that it's that it's decent. Um, and so what this is, is it's a, it's a soft credit um, on soft credit pool. And then after all stipulations are approved, like after, you know, literally you're installed, then that hard check will come. So right now is a super safe route. And then I'll just ask for the social right then and there. Thank you. That helps a lot. <clears throat> I got a question. What's up, Chan? So from, from one pest guy to another, um, I you know, the first few weeks, it was kind of a different feel, obviously. Um, just the solar coaster, you know, with pest control, it's an everyday kind of, you know, thrill ride, I guess you could say, if, if you want to call it a thrill ride. Um, but with solar, there are some, there are some dips, right? Whether, you know, there's some, there's some droughts, there's some, sometimes without anything, which is okay, because the highs, 
make up for the lows in such a huge way and the highs are so high but what do you do to keep your mentality strong in the lows like what are you what are you doing to uh to, to stay sharp stay motivated and not let the low the the dips be longer than they need to be um i just celebrate the small victories man like if you know if, if i call someone and they're like yeah come over in a couple of days or um just the little things like i get stoked about um and i really like I just hold on to the opportunity. Like I'm, I'm really excited about what the future holds. And so if I'm not closing deals like I want, um, I just got to remember where I am and you know what I'm doing. And like, dude, this insane, this opportunity is insane. Um, and like, you can have a rough patch and you can close one deal and make, make 10 grand. Like you can do, you could fall on your face for a week and then close one deal and look back. Like I just, I just made 10 grand that week, you know? So I, I celebrate the small stuff and I, I just, stay optimistic and positive and I know the big stuff's going to come, you know. What was the longest drought or dip that you had in your in your two years so far? Oh, man. Right when I started, dude. My God, just... I'm not joking you, man. It was, it was tough. I was so frustrated because I felt like I was doing the things like the way that they should be done. Um, should be doing them. Um, but it was, it was about three weeks last year. And it was my first three weeks. And everyone around me was, was either closing deals or having deals that, you know, they said be closed by Jake. And so, man, I was, I was ticked. It was like three weeks with nothing, man. It was tough. That's inspiring. Thank you. <laughs> if I could just add my little two cents in here after interviewing a lot of you guys and a lot of the elite sellers here at Empower, that is a very common pattern that I've seen with a lot of you big ballers out there. You guys have times where you have these droughts and they're pretty significant. And it develops this work ethic within yourselves, even Jake. Jake's also a prime example of it. The first time he went out, he had a little bit of a drought. But you create that work ethic and then you just carry that into when the skill comes and the knowledge comes and you just snowball that into your success. And it's astronomical, it's crazy. And guys, know that Carson, you were getting, I mean, I was doing everything I could to help you, right? I mean, you are getting trained by someone that hypothetically should know what they were doing, right? And that could do the job, and I'd done it for a while and multiple times, and there's still just some time, there's nothing you can do. Like, it is what it is. You're working hard, we were working hard, your team was working hard, and just sometimes just it doesn't fall, right? So that was a huge learning experience for Carson. I know that you're probably still pulling on that to this day, right? If you have a hard day or a hard week, do you ever think back to that experience? 100%, 100%, and especially with, with my guys out here, um, they're, you know, the average age is probably like 20 or 21, you know? So well, for a lot of these kids, it's the first time ever on the doors, ever doing any, any kind of sales. Um, and I just gotta let them know like, hey, nothing has to be reinvented. This is a well-oiled machine. Trust the process, it will come down to how hard you work. Just, just trust in what these guys have put out for you um, because I, I literally went through that myself and that's what I had to do was just grit my teeth and be like, it's going to work out. I'm going to make it work out um, and it did and I'm, I'm glad I stuck through it. Yeah, and I, I'm honestly grateful you did too, clearly, right? I think we all are. So I'm, I'm I, I literally sent out a text to my father-in-law after like three weeks, a little bit more than three weeks and I texted him, I'm like, dude, like, what's some advice that you have for me? Like, am I wasting my time out here? Um, I, I told him, I said, I'm, I'm getting my ass kicked. Um, <laughs> like, what should I do? And he just gave me some bomb advice. He just said, you know, if you, if you really believe in those around you and like the process that they, they've already done and that they're teaching you, 
then then stick it out and it'll work out. And so I was like, all right, I'm doing it. And thank goodness. Thank goodness, right? Thank goodness. What other questions do we have for Carson? Great question, Chandler. I have one. Carson, this is Rob again. So on your schedule, do you have your guys set your appointments like every hour, every two hours? How do you feed that funnel as well as you do? And how, how do you work that schedule with your, your appointments? So it's, it's about every hour that I have an appointment set um, or, or want them to set. And I am not Kaiden Hansen. I cannot do this in 45 minutes. Um, the way the way it goes for me and the way that I want it to go is, is I don't hurry anything about the process. I go at their speed. I answer their questions. Um, and going through the docs especially, it's super lighthearted. There's no like... You know, I, I if they're going to see a scary number for a loan for $60,000, I prep them for that and say, hey, listen, this is what it's going to show. You know, after that tax credit, this is really what it will be. Um, and and so it, it does take me about a little bit more than an hour. Um, and then I can't tell you how many times this year I've, I've been in the appointment and just texted my next appointment. Hey, sorry, I'm running a little bit late. Um, I, I'm signing up a family right now. So it is every hour for me, Rob. I had one more question, sorry. Um, Carson, at the beginning you talked about you having this vision and when you kind of have your lows, you think back to this vision of your future. Can you kind of give us a brief summary of what that vision is for Carson Law's future? Dude, it's uh, it's Lake Powell, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, I just want to drive a sick truck, I want to have a sick boat, and have like a houseboat, or at least a timeshare on one. Like, I'm a simple man. I, I like riding dirt bikes. I want snowmobiles. Um, like I just want a bunch of toys and a pretty sick setup for my family. I don't want them to have to worry. And I always tell my wife, like I'm making money. Just just let me get my my toys now, and then I can just save every dollar I ever make. Like that, <laughs> I don't want anything else. But um, that that is like that is all I want, dude. I just want to go boating, like as much as I can, and be surfing on the back of a sick boat and be in Lake Powell. Big, so big boy toys, huh? Yeah, man, for sure. Love it, dude. Any other questions from anybody? Uh, hey, Carson. Oh, oh yeah, go ahead. You got it, Jared. Just, gonna, just real brief, I was just going to ask, what do you normally do with one-leggers? Like, if they say both people are going to be there and it's just one and you know that a, a decision-maker is missing, what do you normally do to go about that? Would you still, you know, try to go through the whole deck or would you just try to reschedule? I, I'll simplify it for sure. Um, like I said, I don't whip open my computer. Um, unless they ask a question that I want to show them the answer on a slide. And so I'll just give them, like, all the information that, that they want to hear. Like, I'll just sweeten it up as much as I can and be like, yeah, once I can catch the wife home when you're home, uh, let's do it. Um, so I really don't waste any time. I'll, I'll get that out of the way in about five, ten minutes and then on to, on to another appointment. Cool. Hey, so uh, my question, my name's Hans. I'm from working here in Chino and a little bit more nitty gritty too. Uh, when you have, you know, when you're in a deal and they're asking tons of questions, you can tell they're interested and then they don't really want to go through right then. It sounds like your approach is not to, you know, not to really kind of put the heat on and stuff. How do you know how hard to push and when to not push for you the, the way you do it? Um... I don't know if that can really be taught. 
it for sure wasn't taught to me. It's just learned. And like I said, I, I failed a ton, man. I, I've, I've had a really strong start this year, but last year, like there's so many deals I wish I could get back um, that I, I just made a mistake. And so I just, it's all about just reading the person, um, asking a lot of really good questions. Like all of my questions are loaded, man. They're, they're all, I think probing, the word probing sounds a lot worse than, than how I want to describe it. But I ask them a question because I want them to, to like take themselves somewhere with that answer, if that makes sense. Like they're, they're basically, can you you give an example of that? Um, I'll for sure. When I go in there, I'll ask questions if they've heard about like any of the, uh, any of these programs that we do, if they've looked into renewable energy, um, if they've, you know, if they've wondered why all their neighbors are getting solar panels. Um, sorry, it's like a pit bike here that just went past me. Um, just questions like that. And, and all these questions are, are helping me. And like, for sure, if they've looked into solar before, you know, I've got my, my computer up and running and I'm, I'm trying to hear what they've, you know, they've been quoted on and, and what, like, what they've looked into and why and. I'm changing my deck on the spot, you know. For sure, awesome man. Did uh, did you get Jared's question answered too? Did he ask that first? I think so. Okay, awesome, guys. What other questions do we have for Carson? We have got about ten minutes left before we want to wrap up. But what other questions do you guys have? Then I'll stop us a couple minutes earlier to ask a few more. What kind of boat? Dude, that's that's hard, man. I think probably like a Super Aeronautique. The Paragon. Yeah, nothing too crazy like that. (laughs) Dude, yeah, just a a sick boat that will just throw up a fat wake, man, just to surf. Hey, Carson. This is uh, Carson Buse from Florida. Um, I I just had a question on... um, what what kind of makes you tick, dude? Like I know that you're talking about all the toys and everything's like that. What what what? I guess I know we, you know it's you want to have all these things and everything, but like deep 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 down, like every day, what do you do personally to keep yourself moving every single day? And maybe what do you do to help your reps do the same thing, right? And 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 find out what makes them tick and what makes them do um you know become high achievers and high performers um like like when i say i obsess about my future um like don't take that lightly like there there are a few times in the day when i'm not thinking about like what i want how i'm gonna get there and the life that i want to live and create with um like for my family like for my wife and i and that like that'll make that'll make me do you know, everything that I need to do out in this job. It took me a, a second to realize the opportunity. And now that I have, that's exactly what I'm trying to teach my guys is, Hey, I know that this first month you're not going to see a paycheck, but you know, the harder you work without getting paid is exactly what those paychecks in the future will show. So the harder you can work this first month when you don't make a dollar, it will all, you know, you'll, you'll see it in every single week. Hopefully for the rest of the year, you should be getting a paycheck. Um, and it will show there. And so I just try to teach them through my own experiences, like what this opportunity entails. And in my, in my experience, like it's unlike anything other. So cool, man. That's awesome. Thanks, dude. You're a stud. 
Thanks, man. Actually, I'm going to frame that, dude. How hard you work when there's no paychecks will reflect when you get the paychecks. That yeah, is a man, good, that's a good line. Or something. <laughs> if, if you can do it mentally now, man, when those, once they start coming, that, I mean, that should just only be pouring gasoline on your fire. Jeez, full of one-liners, this guy. No, you sound true. great, dude. No, everyone <laughs> write these down. Somebody, I got my notes out right here. Somebody write these down. I, I think we're learning so much from you, Karis. I, I really feel grateful that we can take an hour of your time and everybody else's time to try and learn and grow. In solar, we all know now that an hour of your time could be worth five to $10,000 sometimes, right? So it's all about sharpening the axe, and we're super grateful that you're helping us sharpen our axes and learn and grow and hopefully try and get on your level in a lot of ways. So guys, what about two, or two more questions, and then we'll wrap up. I got a question. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can yeah. hear you. What's up, Cars? It's Diego. I'm out in Florida. Um, how, do you, how do you kind of go about, you know, with our pitch, uh, sometimes we, we kind of get a couple more appointments going with the route of the programs, you know, and then we come up and we talk about solar. How do you kind of get around uh, people that are like super against solar, but they just want to hear you because they might have heard you mention like window tin or something? Is it more of a matter of like, setting a more quality lead with the people you talk to and talking about them with solar or like, what do you do when you're at the house to get kind of past that? So I, I get it out of the way immediately. I, I tell them that we do, you know, we, we have these programs to offer. Um, but I'll tell them right off the bat, like it's, it's night and day. What comes back to save us, uh, save you guys the most amount of money it is our solar program. And I won't let them say anything after that. Uh, I'll just continue on the same sentence and just say, "It uh, like I promise you, it's a lot, lot different than what you've heard before." Um, and then I'll, I'll just continue to go on on how we can save them, what it looks like, um, different things like that. Like I've had four or five deals I've closed this year when I was sitting at their kitchen table, and on the table is like a vivid solar packet that they were just pitched, you know, the week before. And I'll tell them, I'll say, like, leave that thing closed. Don't tell me one number in there. Um, and I'll just go and do my thing. And there hasn't been a time yet where we've, we haven't been able to, to beat that price. Or there's something that we do different that they like more, like the $15 for the first year um, or different things like that. So when I'm meeting with someone before I'm even in their house, they 100% know that it's solar. And it's because I just told them, like, it's not close what program came back to save you guys the most amount of money. Cool, thank you. All right, guys, we'll take one more question for Carson. All right, sound like everybody's got their fill. Carson, I have a few follow-up questions for you to kind of wrap up the meeting. Guys, we'll always try and start a couple minutes after the meeting time, and then we'll go for about an hour. Carson, you have like truly, truly broken some huge, um, huge molds in the industry. I mean, you've kind of shattered expectations a lot lately, and we definitely want to always remember as solar guys, as well as empower employees, that we're going to stay grounded, right? I mean, you've made more money in the last four weeks than people make in a whole year, often. And so you've, you've actually made more than the average American does in the last four weeks. 
or maybe even double or triple what the average American does, right? And so the money's there, it's real. And so now at this point, you're kind of that guy, you're, you're one of the studs of the company. What are you doing still to make sure you stay grounded and that you're still gonna be a good human and be ambitious? Um, exactly what I tell my guys. Like, I haven't seen a dollar of it. Like, I, I think the first paycheck I'll get is tomorrow, is Friday. Um, and when I get those, I try to not, I just, I star it, you know, I favorite it, and then I put it away. And I'm, I'm just back to work. So, like, I, I try to, you know, what I say, I try to do. And, you know, this first month, I'm putting my head down and working as hard as I absolutely can. And I, I really think, like, it will reflect what I make on the year is this first month. For sure. Carson, I, I called Cade right before this call, and he was telling me that he's pretty confident he's going to he's gonna beat your record and he's going to take you down this year. What do you have to say in answer to that? Honestly, as much as I can't stand that guy, he probably will. Honestly, <laughs> he's, the luckiest, he's the luckiest son of a gun out there. He's just, it's luck. For sure, if it happens, it was luck. It's um, and I hope it does happen because then I'll, I'll bounce back with one more, and that's that's how it's going to go. And they, I did not stutter in that in that sentence, so that's for sure. Dude, yeah, we just want to make sure we feel that fire and see what happens. I'm hoping I'm going to bring boxing gloves to the Christmas party this year for you and Cade, <laughs> and I'm just no. going to kind of see what happens there. No. Well, Carson, Wait, can, I, can I ask one more question? Yeah, go for it, Chan. Speaking of first months, at what point are you are you having your guys that you have the setting right now kind of do their own deals, turn into self-generous. At what point are you, you're the expert now in that. What do you think is the best time for them to transition? So, um, I respect Kai Hansen like a ton. I've known him for 15 years, 10 years. I don't know. We grew up in the same, in the same place. And I think it's really cool to see what he's done and like the, what he has like produced. Like a ton of the top reps in this company came from Kai's region. And so I am all all ears learning from him. And so what we're really pushing right now is if you can pull um, five bills a day, like if you're around five bills a day, you're ready to to start closing. Um, and I only want that for my guys because at that point I feel like they are self sufficient to be giving themselves enough chances during the week to be closing three, four, five, six every single week um, if those appointments are are sitting and stuff. So. That's what we push every single day, and we've had two or three guys get there, and you know, last week was their first week jumping into the the uh, self gen game. Do you expect many are setters to possibly be setters the entire summer or season because of that? Um, if they want to stay a setter, that's the only reason I would I would recommend that. But like, hopefully, every single one of my guys is pulling enough bills, like. They'll figure out how to close one way or another, and I feel like that's where the big money is. Um, and so I hope I hope I end this year with with zero setters. Cool, thank you. Very nice. Well, guys, it's been awesome to have Carson on. Carson, in closing, I just want to ask you. I think it's good that we all understand this and get out on the open and the same page. Uh, first things first. What is your financial goal this year? How much money do you want to make in twenty twenty one? Um, man, my, I'll be honest, my goals have changed since I got out here. Um, but my, my goal coming out here was, was 700, was 700 grand. I, that number sounds like it's just ridiculous to say out loud. Um, but 
Kaiden gave a little training to our region and said, if you know, if you guys can make 80, I think it was like 83 grand a month, you'll make a million dollars. And like, I'll be honest with you guys. I hope I can say this humbly, but like, I just had a huge week and, and did that in, in one week. So I, my, my hope is just to keep the gas pedal down all year, keep my head down. And so it's, it's bumped up a little bit from my original goal. So it sounds like maybe a million dollars is your new goal. I mean, I don't even like the sound of that out loud. Like it, it just, it sounds unrealistic, but like between me and myself, yeah, that's, that's, that would be just insane. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't, I don't look at it. I'm just going to work my ass off and whatever, whatever comes, comes. Between you and yourself and me and everybody else on this call. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the good news. Uh, I, I, I can't say it out loud. So, do you, do uh, you have a goal of how many closes you want in 2021? Closed yeah, deals? Dude, I think, I think a hundred installs, dude. I don't, I don't care about the number of closes. I think that's rubbish. That's pest control. How many did you sell? It's like, no, dude, like how many accounts serviced, right? All that matters is really what's, what's hitting our bank account at the end of the year. So my goal is that hasn't changed. That's 100 installs. 100 installs. So. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for your time. Is there any other questions that you wish we would have asked you, Carson, or anything else you want to let everybody know? Um, this is going back to my, um, my deck, and you guys would not have asked this question, but I've surprised myself on, on what I've seen is um, really what I pitch is the, the 25-year, $2.99, $15 for that first month. Um, and how I explain it to people is, hey, basically what we're doing with this, it, it kind of takes, lets you take a deep breath um, from paying this constant bill that we have every single month. Um, but then I tell them, if you can, like, if you want to pay any more than that $15, um, that money that you're going on is, that you're paying is going to straight principal straight principle. So the number that I pitched them after on month 13, if that's 150 bucks and their average bill is 200 bucks right now, if they're making ends meet right now with that 200, I explain if you guys want to continue to pay that during your first year, that 150 is only going to go down. And mm. so people in, in my experience have loved, loved the aspect of, okay, 150 is the, is the worst it's going to get. If I have to, I can take a whole year off and only pay $15 a month. But if I'm willing and able, if I pay any more amount of money, that 150 is only going to go down. And so I, I, I feel like that has really, really helped me in my clothes um, of people knowing like kind of the worst case scenario. And if they love the worst case scenario, I think it's only going to be like more incentive for them to pay more during that first year. Yeah, that's Can you explain that one more time? Yeah, so any money more than $15 that's paid during that first year is going to straight principal. Like they're not paying on any interest or anything. And so if they if they want to pay a whole lot more that first year, whatever number you quoted at them is going to go is going to go way down. So you're saying that they reamortize that? I didn't realize that, Carson. So they reamortize it and their payment actually goes down. Exactly. Yeah, and I I didn't know that either before this year um, until, I mean, I've been in contact with Noble a ton this year, just trying to just, just drilling this guy with a ton, a ton of questions. Um, and so any amount more that's paid, it's an interest-free year. 
And so if they can, do as much as they can. And this is Brandon Bailey. Is there a minimum amount that you have to prepay without fee? Is that like a thing? Um, during that first year? Yeah, like you're saying, anything on top of $15, that's prepaid, right? That, right. Is there a minimum of that? Is there like a minimum? Nope, nope. I mean, if you're... The more you do, the bigger dents that it will take out. There's, there's no minimum. It's anything, anything more than that. It goes straight to principal. So, guys, that first year, sorry, I'm, this is great, Carson. Thanks so much for bringing this up because there's a lot of things that we learn that somebody knows that everybody else doesn't know or whatever. That first year is kind of like a down payment year. Any of them doesn't really start the loan until the end of the first year. They're not really starting the interest or anything. They don't really care. And so, at the end of that first year, they're kind of saying, "Hey, how much did you already give us?" And how much did you not give us? As long as you gave us more than we asked for, we'll make your payment lower. If you gave us exactly what we asked for, we'll keep it the same. So Carson just saying, he lets people know, if you want to keep on paying what you're used to paying for the first year, that will significantly help you in years to come. Right, Carson? Yep, and then whatever that number goes down to, it's going to be less than what I just quoted them on, and that will stay fixed. I just feel like people eat that up. They absolutely love it. Awesome. Is there any other things that you want to share? Any other wisdom before we wrap up? No, no, I think I think that's it. You guys have asked a ton of great questions. That was the only thing going into this that I want I felt like I could teach that I did not know before was was during that first year, if they want to continue to pay their regular payments that they were probably paying to Edison or to PG and E, whatever they're doing, it'll bring the it'll bring it down when they start month thirteen. That's awesome. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for all your time. Tomorrow we have the setter success call. Make sure your setters are on there. There should be a lot of people jumping on that call. If you want them to pull more bills and give you more appointments, they need to be on these type of things. And next week we'll have another closer one, highlighting another great rep. So Karsten, thanks so much, dude. You've made it, you've done it. Keep it up and we'll talk to you soon. For once in a lifetime, you need to never stop improving. The constant focus on individual growth. How will you be financially free? Welcome to the Empower Podcast.